You're watching Formosa News. I'm Ken Lee. Welcome to the program. Making sure that everyone in Taiwan can continue leading a normal life, that is the responsibility President Tsai Ing-wen has put on herself for this year. In her New Year's address, Tsai also thanked friendly nations for their continued support while calling Beijing to engage with Taiwan in meaningful dialogue. Tsai also reiterated Taiwan's commitment to global health, citing its successes in fighting the pandemic. She even touched on the controversial lifting of an import ban on U.S. beef and pork, saying the issue had been left unaddressed by the previous three administrations. On New Year's Day, Tsai touted the achievements of her administration over the past year. She spoke in detail about seven key issues, including the electrification of the South Link Line, the raising of the minimum wage, the introduction of new passports and new daycare subsidies. Tsai also specifically addressed the lifting of the ban on pork imports from the U.S. This issue was left pending by three successive administrations, so there was no way to avoid it. With utmost humility, I ask my fellow citizens for your understanding. Of course, trade is not our only challenge. In complex and ever-changing global circumstances, as president, I have to be even more cautious in building a sustainable future for Taiwan. Ceaseless aggression from China has heightened cross-strait tensions. Tsai says she remained firm but open to dialogue with Beijing. I want to reaffirm that in dealing with cross-strait relations, we will uphold our principles and not act rashly. We are willing to facilitate meaningful dialogue under the principles of parity and dignity as long as the Beijing authorities sincerely want to resolve differences and improve cross-strait relations. Tsai called out China and appealed to the international community as a whole. Switching to English, Tsai expressed determination for Taiwan to continue being an indispensable partner for global health. We have shown again and again that Taiwan can help. As a force for good in the world, we will continue to be an indispensable member of the international community, both now and into the future. Tsai once again touted Taiwan's epidemic prevention measures with the slogan, Taiwan can help. In her New Year's Day address, Tsai struck a tone of confidence and resolution. The national health insurance premium rate went up on Friday from the previous 4.69% to the current 5.17%. The supplementary premium rate is also higher now at 2.11%. This means that on average, workers will be paying 63 NT more each month than before. But for more than 70% of workers, the increase will be no more than 70 NT. Industry groups have slammed the increase, saying the change will drive up costs for businesses. With the start of the new year, the health insurance premium rate went up on Friday from 4.69% to 5.17%. Under the new rate, single individuals earning 42,000 NT will pay 60 NT more every month. For a family of four, that's 242 NT more per month. It should be fine. We're in this together. Those who use the system must pay. That's how it should be. Due to the pandemic, those in tourism and other industries, I think they are feeling the pinch. So in this situation, asking people to reach deeper into their pockets, I think that's going to hurt. 
According to the National Association of Small and Medium Enterprises, SMEs account for 97% of firms in Taiwan. The vast majority of these businesses are part of non-technology supply chains and are most vulnerable to an economic downturn. The association says that amid the impact from the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, increasing manpower costs is just adding insult to injury. Since the RCEP was signed, the entire industrial sector, including plastics and textiles, has experienced problems with imports and exports. And now that costs are going up, it's only getting tougher. So what kind of assistance can be provided in terms of taxation and supply chain support? The last time health insurance premiums were raised was in April 2010. Since then, premiums were lowered twice. Due to financial pressure, the government has brought the rates back up to 2010 levels. An import ban on U.S. pork containing rectopamine was lifted on Friday, but several local governments maintain they won't be accepting the imported meat in their jurisdictions. On Friday, Taichung Mayor Lu Xiuyan showed off a rapid test kit that can detect rectopamine in meat. She said Taichung City would use these test kits in the future. The two lines produced by the test here indicate that there is no rectopamine present. If there is one line, that means there is rectopamine. We currently have 3,000 of these test kits in stock, so we can do many of these tests at the same time. The Taichung city government will continue to procure these kits. Lu and other local government leaders had previously called for local ordinances to ban rectopamine in meat. But the executive yuan said such measures were invalid. Several local KMT leaders say they will seek a constitutional interpretation on executive yuan's decision. Meanwhile, local DPP leaders say they'll respect the measures taken by the central government. Most people hoping to catch the first sunrise of 2021 were disappointed this year. Cloudy skies island-wide made it impossible to catch the first sunbeams of the year at traditional popular spots on the East Coast like Taidong's Taimali and San Xientai. The lucky few who were able to witness the New Year sunrise did so above the clouds on a dedicated charter flight. Gliding over the clouds on a plane, the sun glows red over the horizon. This was the first sunrise of 2021, viewable only from high up in the sky. A local airline organized a chartered flight to see the first sunrise of the year, selling out all 108 tickets. It turned out to be the right choice, as the weather at ground level was not great. A thick layer of clouds covered up most of the sky at popular sunrise-seeing spots. But that did not dampen the mood for this traveler who set off for Taidong's Taimali at midnight. <laughs> New Year's Day didn't deliver gloomy skies to just Taidong's Taimali and San Xientai. Over in Hualien's Qixingtan Beach, the skies were just as gray. These university students taking pictures in the graduation robes made it just in time to catch the flag-raising ceremony. 
See you never 2020 and welcome 2021. Hualien, Taitung, and even Taiwan's easternmost Dongqing Township in Orchid Island may not have caught the first sun rays of the year, but in spite of the long wait in the cold, revelers were still hopeful for better things to come in 2021. Many people travel to Taipei to celebrate the new year. To make their trip extra worthwhile, Taipei's tourism department has designed several self-guided itineraries perfect for this long weekend. Each trip centers on an area of Taipei, whether it be the east, south, west or north. Formosa News reporter Stephanie Yang tried out one of the tours. Are you visiting Taipei during New Year's Eve but don't know where else to go? Well, I've got you covered. The Taipei city government has launched five itineraries, which includes landmarks like Taipei 101 and Xiangshan. The New Year's long weekend is here, and many people are in Taipei to welcome the new year. We live in Taichung. Yeah, we love the view here, but um, we haven't spent a ton of time in Taipei, so still getting to know the area. This was a high recommended place. So, In general, what's overwhelming is not knowing what to do in such a big city. Mm-hmm. And if the government had a list of places, then that would give a good heads up to what, what is worth doing, what is worth seeing. I think a little bit of the city and the nature. So like today's good since we're here out in the nature and then we're going into the city for the aquarium. To help visitors fully experience Taipei, Taipei's tourism department has unveiled a list of self-guided itineraries, each focusing on a different quadrant of Taipei. If you want to experience the rich history of the city, the Western Taipei tour is the one for you. Another itinerary includes exploring Da Daoten. You can rent a Qi Pao and walk around Da Daoten. Here at Dihua Street and Da Daoten, you can rent a qi pao or other historic dresses and get your makeup and hair done. Then, you can walk out to explore the historical atmosphere and shops nearby. Along the way, you can also visit the famous Taipei Shahai City God Temple and then take a photo at the New Year's Eve installation at Yongle Plaza. After all, we can't travel abroad now. Here at Da Daochen's Dihua Street, you can put on a qi pao and visit these historical sites and experience a whole other culture. We have qi paos and Han costumes from the Han Dynasty and dresses from the Tang Dynasty. Here you can enjoy it all at once. You can experience Taiwan's culture, clothing and food. As for the Southern Taipei tour, it's great for families with kids. There's a stop at the Taipei Zoo, where the baby panda Yuan Bao made her public debut this week. After that, take a cable car up to the mountains for a feast. Then you can hit up the Zhanghu Trail and other scenic spots. Here is our first uh, sightseeing spot. There's also the Northern Taipei tour, which is great for nature lovers. Travel up to Yangmingshan Mountain to see the beautiful scenery at Menghuan Lake. After visiting Yangmingshan, you can relieve fatigue of a full day of walking at Beitou's famous hot springs. The Taipei itineraries are self-guided, while all activities and accommodations can be booked individually through kluk.com. For most of news, Stephanie Yang, Lu Botong in Taipei. Well, it was the chilly New Year's Day in Taiwan with temperatures plummeting to 8.5 degrees in areas of Taoyuan and New Taipei. But a break from the cold is in store this weekend. Northern and eastern regions are expected to reach 21 degrees, while central and southern Taiwan could see the mercury rise up to 25 degrees. Let's hear from a Central Weather Bureau forecaster. Taipei's 
The next wave of northeasterlies will strengthen from the 5th to the 6th. During this period, the north and east may see localized showers, while other areas will be cloudy. On the 7th, we will see strong cold air blow in from the north. It's expected to become a continental cold front, so the weather will be colder when it reaches us. The CWB says the weather will turn warmer over the weekend, but big temperature swings will remain. It advises the public to wrap up warm when heading outdoors after sundown. A fundraising event in Zhanghua has gone viral after things got a bit out of hand in the counting room. Local charities were hoping to raise about 100,000 NT for local families this new year. But when volunteers gathered to count the coins that were collected, it turned out they had much more than they bargained for. Volunteers separate coins into bags stacked on a staircase, then collect them onto a metal table for the tally. But what happened next shocked everyone. The table couldn't stand up under 250 kilos of coins. The legs snapped in half. As the fundraising chief said, there's some heavy love right there. I suddenly heard this massive clattering. We all thought, what on earth's happening? And we rushed out to take a look. And in the end, we all said, goodness, there's so much cash. That's the power of love, a force to be reckoned with. We were amazed. This fundraiser by a Yuanlin city-based Facebook group asks supporters to collect money in piggy banks for disadvantaged local families. In 2019, they raised 190,000 NT. In 2020, with the pandemic hitting donation levels, they thought a fundraising target of 100,000 NT was appropriate. But supporters defied expectations, donating 270,000 NT. We gave out stickers, and you could adopt a sticker and take it home and put it on a container, anything, to use as a piggy bank. Some people use lunchboxes. There's so much cash this time. Look, the whole table collapsed. You can see how heavy it was. Our fund for children and families will receive about 100,000 NT. The fundraising event also featured a charity auction and a blood donation drive. The donations plus auction profits combined came to 338,486 NT. All that will go to local charities to help give those in need a happy new year. Many of us took extra delight in the natural wonders of Taiwan through 2020. Perhaps you took a trip to one of our great national parks last year. One Xueba National Park official has astonished the public with his extraordinary workplace photos. The lakes of Xueba offer unparalleled chances to play with reflected light. And he even gave us a master class. Evening clouds with bright red halos fill the sky and the lake, too. Green maple leaves flutter on the water's surface, their reflections captured in this stunning series. I think it's very impressive. It's beautiful, like a reflection in a mirror. It looks like a beautiful foreign landscape. All these were captured by Pan Zhenzhang, who works at Xueba National Park, and he generously shared with us his secrets for the perfect shot. You need to get the lens as close as possible to the surface of the water so the angle of the light reflected from landscape to water is 180 degrees. Then the image comes out beautiful. His second tip is to pay attention to front and back lighting. It's afternoon and the sun is to the west, so now, see, all the mountains reflected on the lake are backlit, so the light won't refract straight back. That makes it look fuzzier. 
Xueba National Park has had a good 2020 with visitor numbers undimmed by the COVID shadow. Over 30,000 people came to enjoy Xueba's natural wonders over the course of the year.